You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Milder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. Are you ready for the Word of God? Are you ready to be challenged by the Word of God? Hallelujah. Well, please stand to your feet. Let's do the declaration. Amen. If you're visiting with us for the very first time, just do the declaration with us as you see it on the projector at the back. Are you ready? One, two, three. I'm a son of God revealed. I'm blessed with every blessing in Christ Jesus. I'm saved. I'm healed. I'm delivered. I'm a life-giving spirit. I accept his sacrifice on the cross and his resurrection power in my life. I'm bound to his word and can do what it says I can do. I receive the word with meekness and I'm changed from glory to glory. I have the God kind of faith. I'm the righteousness of God and will never be the same. Jesus Christ is my Lord. Amen. As you take your seat, turn to the person next to you, say, your smile looks better than the last time I saw you. Keep on smiling. I know you have a lot of things to be happy about. Amen. Family, listen to me. When your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, there's reason to rejoice. There's reason to be happy. Amen. So today I want to minister a message on unshakable unshakable. If we look at the past 10 days, we can see that the whole world has been shaken. Past two years with COVID, the world has been shaken. So when we talk about something that's unshakable, it's not just something that's unshakable today, but it's something that's been unshakable for the past year, for 10 years, for a decade, for centuries. When we talk about faith, that is constant. We talk about love that's constant. Things that are unshakable. There's only one option, and that's Jesus Christ. The book of Hebrews teaches us that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Turn to the person next to you and say, Jesus will never change. So what we always have to do is we always have to look at our situation, at our circumstances through the cross. What Jesus has done for us on the cross. Amen? Not just look at a situation from a natural point of view, but from what Jesus has done. Remember, Jesus came to this earth. The book of John 1 teaches us that the law came through Moses, and when the law was given to the people, the earth was shaken. But when Jesus came, he was full of grace and truth. I want you to see the law, when the law came, sin revived and I died. Is there anybody here you didn't sin this past week? Nobody can raise their hand. So the truth is all of us have sinned. The law brings judgment, condemnation. But when Jesus manifests that he was full of grace and truth, God's grace stands between the law and the truth about us. And now we can get heaven's opinion by the grace of God about ourselves. Amen? The Bible says you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. You need to know the truth and be fully persuaded by what's God's will for your life. Do you know that God has planned good things for you? So this past week, 
was a bit of a shaking. Past month, things were just shaking me up. Am I talking to the right people here this morning? The Bible teaches us in the book of 1 Corinthians 3 that no other foundation can be laid but that which is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is that solid foundation that cannot be shaken. The book of 2 Timothy 2 verse 19 says that it's a firm foundation, a solid foundation. It stands and it's unshaken. This is the kingdom that we are entering into. All other kingdoms can be shaken, but the kingdom of God is built on a firm foundation, a solid foundation. That foundation, the Bible teaches, is Jesus Christ himself. I mean, just watching the, the news the past two weeks, you can see the whole world has been shaken from a natural point of view, shaken. Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Hebrews chapter 12. I want to read from the Amplified Bible. Verse 26, his voice shook the earth at Mount Sinai. Then, but now he has given a promise saying, yet once more I will shake not only the earth, but also the starry heaven. Now this expression, yet once more, indicates the removal and final transformation of all those things which can be shaken. Romans 12 verse 2 talks about the transformation, the way that we look and see things. That is, of that which has been created, so that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, since we receive a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us show gratitude and offer to God pleasing service and acceptable worship with reverence and awe. For our God is indeed a consuming fire. Offer to God pleasing service and acceptable worship with reverence and awe. When Jesus returns, he's looking for those who worship him in spirit and in truth. When the law came, the earth was shaken. But when Jesus came into this earth, he was full of grace and truth. The Bible says grace upon grace. Everybody in this world is looking for peace. Let me see your hand if you, if you need some peace. There's only one kingdom that cannot be shaken, and that is the kingdom of God. Can you see what the Bible says? Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Can you see the importance of being born again? Turn to the person next to you say, you must be born again. Tell them again, say, you must be born again. Can you see the importance of being born again? There are so many things happening around us, shaking up our world. But when things get shaken up, you want to find yourself on that solid foundation. I think when I read Scripture, 
And Jesus says to Nicodemus in John chapter 3, you must be born again. He's saying to him, you belong in the kingdom of God. You belong in the kingdom of God. You should ask yourself, do you know where I belong? Do you know where you should be? Jesus came to this earth where everything is shaken up to put us on a foundation that even though things around us are shaken up, we can stand on a firm foundation. The Bible teaches us this unshakable kingdom. It bears a seal. 2 Timothy, just go back to 2 Timothy, 2 verse 19. But the firm foundation of laid by God stands, sure and unshaken, bearing this seal that the Lord knows who are those that are truly born again. Let everyone who names himself by the name of the Lord give up all iniquity and stand aloof from it. Can I tell you something? Sometimes we water down Christianity so much. But when you are truly born again, born of love, 1 Corinthians 6, 17 says that he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. That's a spirit of Christ, of righteousness. Everything that is not of God, you'll start to work it out. You might not get it right on the first day or the second day. Some things can take a day to work out, one quick decision. Sometimes it can take a week. Sometimes it can take a year. But just make sure that you're working out everything which is not of God. Oftentimes, the shaking in our lives is linked to iniquity and sin all around us. What's happening in this world, it's a result of sin. When the Bible says, give up your iniquity, simply just saying, everything that's not of God, work it out of your life. Work it out of your life. Amen. Turn to the person next to you say, you're going to make it. Tell them again, say you're going to make it. You know, when I read Scripture, I'm always looking for those things that I can identify with. Because sometimes when you look at a pastor's life, or you read about great men of God, you think everything just went perfect. But you'll often see that there's always a shaking even when God created, Genesis 1, verse 2, if you read that scripture, you'll see that the earth had no form, it was void, there was darkness. It's like there was a shaking. But God immediately spoke a word into existence. When you see things that are being shaken, speak the unshakable over it. Declare God's word over it. What did God do immediately? He said, let there be light. But day and night was only created in verse 5. That light that was spoken into existence there, John 1 teaches us it's the word of God, the light of this world that entered into this world. Whatever situation you are facing that's shaking up your life, 
declare Jesus over that situation. That song that we sing, I speak Jesus over my family, over every situation, speak Jesus. Things that are shaken, you are speaking the unshakable over it. And I want to assure you, light expels darkness. The blessing is greater than the curse. Ezekiel 37, Ezekiel is looking at dead bones. What does the Lord say to Ezekiel? Can these dead bones live? Lord, you know. He says, this is God's word to you. The breath of the Almighty, the life of the Almighty will enter you and bring change. I want to ask you about the things that have been shaking you up. Maybe it's sickness. Maybe it's calamity. Maybe it's a relationship, a friendship at work. What have you been declaring over the things that have been shaking you up? Because if you're talking more about the problem, that problem is just going to get bigger. You are shaking it up. You are kicking the dust up. In Matthew 8, verse 16, God said forth his word. A word and brought deliverance, brought healing. When the sick hear the word of God and they believe, they'll receive their healing. The poor, when they believe the word of God, will see that they are blessed. Prisoners, when they believe, they'll see they've been set free. When you see what Jesus has done for you on the cross, you won't let your word, world shake you all up. Family, listen to me. Faith is merely acknowledging what you already have. I want to say to you, hear the word of God. Turn to the person next to you and ask them, what has God been saying to you? David said in Psalm 61, he said, there's a rock that's higher than I. From the end of the earth will I cry to you when my heart is overwhelmed and fainting. He's saying, when my world is being shaken, lead me to the rock that's higher than I. Lead me to the rock that's higher than I. That's Jesus Christ himself. Have you asked yourself, where do I belong? Where do I belong? When you ask that question, the Holy Spirit will answer you and tell you where you belong. You belong on that solid rock. Amen. Can we look at an example quickly from Scripture, Mark chapter 10? I'm not going to keep you too long today. Amen. Turn to the person next to you and say, it's good to be in church. Tell them again, say, it's good to be in church. Mark 10, verse 46. Now they came to Jericho as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great multitude. Blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the road begging. If you were to go to blind Bartimaeus and ask him, where do you belong? He would say to you, I belong next to the road begging. 
if you had to go to blind Bartimaeus' friends and ask him, where, do, where does he belong? Belongs next to the road begging. But the word of God changed the course of his life. Turn to the person next to you and say, I know you have a word from God. The word of God changed the course of his life when he started crying out, Son of David, have mercy on me. He heard that Jesus was close by, so he knew healing was close by. He started calling out, Son of David, have mercy on me. Many times we sit in a situation where we are blind and we have to rely on other people to hear when are we going to eat, when are we going to get up, when are we going to walk. Many of us have been blinded by our situation and our circumstances. The things that you are facing right now that are shaking your world. And when we just listen to the majority and don't get God's authority, we'll remain in that position. Although he was blind, he had a vision to get close to Jesus. And he started crying out, Son of David, have mercy on me. When you know Jesus is close by, start crying out. People were busy opposing him, saying, Keep quiet. Don't say anything. Many times when people even look at your situation, they want to keep you next to the road begging. But Jesus, when he appeared to him, asks a very strange question. He says, what do you want me to do for you? You'll almost think, but Lord, can't you see that I'm blind? Don't you know what I'm going through? Jesus wanted to hear what did he believe. Lord, I want to see. It's the goodness of God that leads people to repentance. What did Jesus said? Your faith has made you well. Family, listen to me. When you hear God's word and you believe God's word, it will make you well. Do you believe God's word about your situation? Have you received heaven's opinion about your situation? While blind Bartimaeus was sitting next to the road, people could continue blessing him, but he could never really be blessed. He needed Jesus to enter into his life for things to change. When you know where you belong, when you have a vision of the good future, it will make you more determined to go on. You can go look at the life of Daniel, of David, Joseph. Joseph had a prophetic picture of the good future that God had planned for him. And when he found himself in the pit, he could say, I know where I belong. My world might be shaken. I know where I belong. When he was in prison, I know where I belong. Do you know where you belong? Jesus wants you to be on that solid rock, that solid foundation, that although things are shaken around you, you can have peace. Psalm 91 says, Though a thousand fall to my right and ten thousand to my left, my word will not be shaken. My world will not be shaken. I'm going to close. 2 Kings 4. 
I'm going to read from verse 23. The greatest tragedy fell upon this mother. Her child died. I'm reading from verse 23. So he said, why are you going to him today? Why are you on this journey? Sometimes we want the why answer. It is neither the new moon or, nor the Sabbath. And she said, it is well. Then she saddled the donkey and said to her servant, drive and go forward. Do not slacken the pace for me unless I tell you. She said, move as fast and quickly as you can. Don't go to the left. Don't go to the right. Go straight. When you have a vision, don't let things distract you. Verse 25, and so she departed and went to the man of God at Mount Carmel. So it was when the man of God saw her afar off, that he said to his servant Gehazi, look, the Shulamite woman, please run out to meet her and say to her, is it well with you? Is it well with your husband? Is it well with the child? And she answered, it is well. Wow. Vision allows you to see beyond your situation and your circumstances. Although her world was shaken, she knew she belonged to a kingdom that cannot be shaken. There's so many lessons that we can learn from this woman. Great women of faith. Amen? She knew the kingdom that she belonged to was unshakable. She knew that was not her portion. So she did not confess what she saw, but she confessed what she believed. She said, all is well, and all indeed was well. What are you saying about your situation when the world around you are being shaken? What are you confessing? She knew if she could just get to the man of God because God had sent him to her. She did not complain about her situation, but she kept her faith in Jesus Christ. Instead of focusing on her problems, she focused upon Jesus. Family, now let me just be honest. Sometimes this is easier said than done. The only thing that pleases God is faith. The only thing that's recorded is faith. When you look at Romans 4, Abraham, it teaches us there that Abraham, who contrary to hope in hope, believed and he became the father of many nations who started calling in the things that were not as though they were giving glory to God that is faithful. Is that what Romans says? Yes. And we have the story of Isaac. But before that, there's a time when his faith was shaken. His eyes were not fully on Jesus. Him and his wife made a plan. Do you know what I'm talking about? You have to train your heart to focus upon Jesus. You have to ask God to give you a heart that is humble and sincere to believe His Word at all times. When you have a vision and you know God is faithful, that vision will make a way for you. Like this woman, remain determined 
May God give us the grace that we can have that kind of faith to say in every situation, all is well, all is well, or God is good. Sometimes we have to train our hearts to say those things until we really believe it. Your confession will give you possession. When there's a lot of shaking going on, let's not talk about the shaking, but let's declare that God is good. There's an unshakable rock that's higher than I, that's higher than you, and God wants us to be upon that rock. I'm not even touching on that. God says we have to lay ourselves down on that rock. Have you made a decision to surrender yourself to God, to be born again, to bear that seal of those who are His? Everybody wants peace. Everybody wants peace. John 16 verse 33 says, the peace that God has given us is not the peace of this world. He says, in this world you'll have tribulation. He's saying, in this world things will get shaken up. But I want you to know I've overcome the world. The most precious gift that we have in whatever situation when there's a storm around us, when you are born from above, God will put His peace in your heart. He would put His peace in your heart. Seal up. Please stand to your feet right now. Who of you have been facing some shaking? Let me see your hand. You're facing some difficulty. You need that things that are being shaken to get unshakable. Let me hear you pray. Say, Precious Father. Say it again. Say, Precious Father. Every care, every worry, every difficulty, I put it in your hands so that you can put your peace in my heart. As I place every worry, every care, every disappointment, whatever it is, call it by its name. Say, Lord, I'm putting it in your hands so that you can put peace in my heart. Let me hear you say, precious Father, thank you for your grace. I speak over every situation, every difficulty, and I cancel every appointment with failure, with setback, with disappointment in Jesus' mighty name. Place your grace in my heart to only act faith. Strengthen me, Lord, so that I can run till the end. Father, I ask, as you gave Joseph a vision, give me a prophetic picture of my good future. Impart strength into my heart to endure until the end. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Say, precious Father, every care, every worry, every disappointment, I know as it's in your hands, your peace is in my heart. Things around me might be shaken, but I stand on an unshakable foundation. I cancel every appointment with failure and setback. Place your peace in my heart. Give me the grace to only act faith. Touch my mouth 
Help me, Lord, to make my words as pure and holy as yours. I declare it is well. I declare it is well. I declare it is well. I declare it is well in Jesus' mighty name. Father, we thank you for your people right now, even as they've uttered these prayers unto you. Let your blood speak for them. Let your mercy speak for them. Grant unto every one of them a prophetic picture of the good future that you have planned for them. Not only to see it, but to walk in it so that your name can be glorified in them and through them. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said, Amen. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a hand. I want you right there where you are. Just put your right hand on your heart. Raise your other hand to heaven and pray this prayer aloud after me. Say, Precious Father, my situation is beyond human means. I need the Savior of the world to save me. Save me, Lord Jesus. So wash me with your blood. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I confess with my mouth and I believe with all my heart that Jesus Christ died for me, that he's alive right now, making intercession for all my weaknesses. Oh, Holy Spirit, help me to live a holy life, well-pleasing in your sight. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website, www.hoc.org.za. Household of Christ, loving God, loving people.